Kiora Wellington. This is B-Side Stories for Wellington Access Radio. I'm Laura, and I'm at Wellitech. Yay! And I've got a whole crew of people here to talk to me yes. about Wellitech and about their respective projects in the tech world. So mm-hmm. I'm going to start off with Raj, a friend right. of the podcast. Yep. Yep. Raj. Um, I miss your studio. It's so nice. Anyway, <laughs> we don't have a studio. This we have be a bar. <laughs> This will be not quite studio quality, but it has good it's atmosphere. Right. Well, yeah, it's, it's access granted style, eh, where there's a background shenanigans and then a podcast in the foreground. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me, what is Welly Tech anyway? Welly Tech, it started out being just a Christmas party for people who don't have Christmas parties, usually startups or one-man band freelancers, and also people we had on the podcast that first year, which was, a, I don't know, four or five years ago. Wow. And so we sort of grew it from there. Year on year, we'd make it a bit bigger, got more tech companies involved. And they all wanted to do something, bring something to it. Yeah, that's so the podcast is event. access granted. That's what. It, yeah, that's the podcast. That's right. Yes, sorry. Yes, I'm wearing the t-shirt, but I keep forgetting to plug it. <laughs> anyway, so that's how it grew, and now we've turned it into this massive circus, which literally is a circus this this year. So, what, would you describe it as kind of like um, a? Well, James Shaw described it as an unconference, not a conference. It's not a conference. A, not a trade show. It's like. Not a get together, not a Christmas party. So it's none of those things. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's Glastonbury, that's right. But it's huge. Yes. There's so many. There's a lot of things going on. We've got carnival stuff so going people. on this year. So yeah. there's every firm that wanted a store, they got a free store. They could come and sort of talk about what they do, why they do what they do. But the hook was they have to bring something interesting to do. So throw nice. a board out of the thing or hit someone in the head or whatever it was. They have to bring some cool thing. And then. Um, we just filled the room with those sorts of people who wanted to do cool things. What, what's the point, Raj? What's the, point? the point? You spend a lot of time. The point was to come here to eat a lot of free popcorn, yeah, good. hot dogs, a <laughs> couple of beers, yeah. meet and greet everyone you don't know and know in one room and one go before all that Christmas party season starts. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And also just to have a bit of fun, really, just to yeah. let loose. Yeah. You know. Do mm. you find? Do you get a lot of benefit out of going to Willie Tech each year? The benefit, that's an interesting question. The benefit is seeing the um, amazing people all interacting together. See, all, half these people won't see each other all year, half the time. Yeah. And especially the ones who come from Auckland, yeah. right? So I thought, well, this is it. This is just to get people together and then talk. Awesome. I've, I heard a whole com- bunch of conversations. Some were stormtroopers, mind you, but that was different. Yes. But the other conversations <laughs> where they were talking about, oh, so you do that, right? Yeah. Oh, we should have a chat. And that started a whole conversation between two people that didn't know each other. Cool. So that's what really is. it's really about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a yeah. it's a weird and incredible and awesome. It is event. weird. Yeah, it's yeah, like the mic brings the weird. I bring the stuff. sanity. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it depends which day it is, but yeah, it's about right. And so we've expanded our crew. So everyone knows Jono Tucker. Hi. Hi, Jono. Everyone knows Jono from the 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 Tech Week stuff we do, right? And uh, and all the video stuff we do is with Jono. But we've expanded our team. So we've got Victoria and Viv now. So Viv is based in Auckland. That's okay though. And Victoria is based in Wellington, and so they're part of the team too. So say hello, Vic. Kia ora. Kia ora, Vic. Kia ora. That was Viv. Hey, Viv. So we've got uh, we've expanded the team even more this year too. So that's sort of what's what we've done with this thing. That's cool. So access granted is going to be bigger and better than ever. Oh uh, yes, that's the plan. It's that's always plan. every year we we take it up a notch. Yeah. yeah. Every year. That's incredible. Okay, mm. so I'd love to hear from the other members of the team. Yes. Like, how about Victoria? Um, how did you come to get involved in Access Granted? So, 
That's a really long story. I'm very famous <laughs> for not hiring Mike once a long time ago. And ever since I didn't hire Mike, I've been a big supporter of all of Mike's sometimes interesting um, schemes. And I was the first person interviewed on the Access Granted podcast. Yes, ah, that's right. So wow. they came to my office, and the hilarious thing is in my... I. Um, I have all my businesses and startups in a floor that I lease, and we have this swooshing noise. It's like the the doors of the, you know on Star Trek that go when people come in the office. So they came to interview me in my office, and we didn't turn that off. Yeah. And all the way through it, you can just hear the swooshing of people walking in and out of the office. So Raj learned a lot at that first interview. Yeah, atmosphere. Yeah. Know your surroundings. And then the next few interviews were in my office as well, but in one of our small rooms that set up like a living room, so they were in that living room, and then they moved to Golding's, like about half a dozen interviews. And Oh, they did a few cafes first, and then eventually Golding's. So that's how I came to be involved, kind of, sort of. Um, And then this time round, getting me involved in podcasting, because I do all of this pro bono stuff so I donate 50% of my time for pro bono things so I have access to politicians and industry leaders and they thought it'd be really cool if I could interview some of them so yeah. kind of a different dimension to the podcast. Neat. And so you mentioned that you like have a bunch of um, startups and projects tech pro- in the tech world. I do. Like, can you tell me about that? Yeah so um, 10 years ago, my business partner started our substantive business, which is Optimal BI. So we basically do data and visualisation and data data science for hire work. And then that company's gone really well, so we have invested in other initiatives. Um, and at different times, I have different organisations that we're incubating in our space with the Optimal BI team. Um, and then some that have grown up and moved out, and so um, they're on their own two feet. Some that that we retain, I retain a governance role with some of them, but others that I don't, I, we just have a shareholding. So we just want to be part of growing the Wellington tech scene and enabling other businesses to, to grow and be as successful as we've been. Wow. Oh, yeah. What's your background that you sort of became the nurturer of the tech world? Yeah, I know, it's hard to answer, but I was a techo once. Once upon a time I was a techo. What does that mean? Does it mean like a I wrote code engineer? and stuff. Yeah, yes. a software engineer. Yeah. I was a software engineer when there were no women as software engineers. Mm. And um, I found myself, after quite a few years, realising that my real value was talking to people and talking to customers and getting the team together to all kind of be on the same page. And so I moved into sort of management roles. And then I had a really um, lovely entry into being part of a business with some guys who were software engineers that wanted to stay being software engineers, but they'd grown and they wanted to employ someone who could help them run the company and deal with their customers and their staff. And so that was kind of the first company that I was part of. Um, And when we exited that, since then, I've been involved in many different businesses. So yeah, I came from being a software engineer. I know, it's a great story. Yeah, it's cool. So much tech stuff going on in Wellington. Okay, um, I'd love to learn about Jono. Hello. Hey, Jono. How are you going? So you're the, well, how how would you describe yourself in relation to Access Granted? (laughs) Uh, I'm the visual side of Access Granted. So so as we all know, Mike and Raj have a face for radio. And uh, but 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 I bring them to life. I I bring them to the to the to the to the screaming fans really. So I'm the man with the camera, and um, 
Yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah. And so I've worked with them on Tech Week and I've worked with them on... Oh, well, a stuff, so yeah, oh, previous, yeah, previous, yeah, previous, yeah, live streaming, and just a few, just, just, just doing videos for these guys, among other things for videos for myself. So. Okay, so you're a video maker. That's like your job. That's my thing. I run a production company for myself. Neat. Um, and I have cameras and toys and drones and things. Oh. I love my gadgets. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of 360, a little bit of drone, a little bit of own um, more cameras than you ca- I care to admit. So. What's the deal with video? Why is it so important? Why? Yeah. Why? Because it works. Because it's so effective at communicating a message. Like, yeah, you get, there's, there's a really lousy stat like that 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 um, video content is like X percentage of the internet, like 80%. It's like, well, do it. It's data heavy. Mm. But that aside, it's really effective. Like, it can be really emotional or really good at giving people a message. And it's so digestible now. Because yeah. In recent, not long ago, it wasn't. Like you couldn't stream consistently on your laptop or on your mobile or face to face with somebody else. That 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 capacity wasn't there. And now it is. Like video is eating the world. To claim a Webster comment, Webster tagline. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you become? How did you? How did you make it into your job that you get to do video and play with drones and stuff? Uh, the long way around. Um, I I studied photography first, and yeah. always had a thing for video. And is this like you're taking like black and white art shots? Oh yeah, everything. Like when you start and you're a photographer, yeah, I, I literally did. I had a, a my girlfriend at university worked in a photo store, and she was like, "Here's have some black and white films," and I was like, "Old, old, you know, old decaying cars and barns and trees and black and white." And I was oh, like, "Wow, I can picture it. Yeah. I'm so." I'm so, and they were sh- I look back and I'm like, they're rubbish now. At the time, <laughs> I thought they were amazing. But then I look back and I'm, no, they're not good. Uh, and, then, and then you, when you want to do that, you, you shoot everything. Like, like, shoot my family and shoot my wedding and shoot this. And I've, we're standing here looking down on the, 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 the pitch of Westpac Stadium. I've yeah. shot Super Rugby. I've been sidelined for the Super Rugby. Wow. And that was amazing. Like, I was shooting for Vodafone and, and seeing, like, you can't get close. You can't buy a ticket that gets you as close as I was. And that was, in t- that was fantastic. I love that experience. Um, but that was, yeah, photography. And, now I, and then I... There's a long story about how I switched, but, but there were some people from Canada that were showing how they were using DSLRs to shoot, like, cinematic-looking video. And I'm like, I have, I have, these, cam- I have these Canon 5Ds to shoot stills with, with this microphone and this monopod you can become a, a video maker and I'm like okay let's go and, and by the way he's actually got a podcast on our website oh, that was oh to hear more yeah, yeah to hear his story it's on go have a look at accessgrana.nz you'll see Jono's story it's, it's probably a long time probably needs updating well, yeah, Raj yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah probably at least two <laughs> years two years ago oh, that's it's, cool. a, it's a different business yeah, True, yeah. yeah. oh my gosh um, very cool. Okay, um, and like, do you always come to Welly Tech? Like, how, what is this? Is this a fun? Yeah. Thing for you? So I, I, what was the Welly Tech in the one, the one in the bar behind KFC? Hop Garden. There were 30, 50 people. So this event was in a bar in behind K- in Hop Garden, and there and there were fifty people came to it, and then it evolved. To, where did it go from there? It came to. This dojo, right? I think I missed that. I must have been away. I missed that one, and then it and then it came here. Yeah. 
and that was a thousand people last year, and now we're fifteen hundred people. So you can trace back the roots people, of yeah. this event to twenty people having a beer with Mike and Raj. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's incredible. Yeah. Like that's yeah yeah that's like kudos to these guys for for taking that tech community. Like that was just like the people that you'd interviewed yeah. and 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 Six some and some other people that you knew that yeah. that would take a free beer with you. So <laughs> so now you've got fifteen hundred people that would take a free beer with you. That's that was a res- yeah. <laughs> it's a result. It's evolved a lot, hasn't it? It has. Yeah, it's quite quite an event. Okay, thank you for talking to you, Jono. Great to hear your story. Okay, Vivian, you have been waiting patiently. It's all good. good. Um, (laughs) Just say your name and what you do. Yeah, I'm Tenakwe. My name's Vivian. I'm from Auckland. That's okay. The biggest, (laughs) most (laughs) awesomest city in New Zealand. Otamaki Makoto. I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) Um, yeah, so so for 10 years I worked for um, a charity as their CTO and then a couple of years ago I decided to quit and see where life took me and where life took me is to do kind of the same thing but for a whole bunch of different organisations, mostly charities and some non-tech startups, um, basically because a lot of small companies or charities, they just want to do the thing that they want to do. So especially for charity, they're really interested in whatever their cause is. And, you know, it might be saving the whales or saving three-legged stools from tipping over, whatever it is. And it's really cool. But a lot of those people don't realize that when you have to do that thing, you need tech to do it. And often the, um, you know, the logistics and the operations of how you run your office is the last thing you think about. And... It's often one of the most, um, I guess, the thing that would help your organisation the most is to get that stuff sorted to begin with um, and to be efficient and productive. Cool. And that's what I do. Okay. So um, you mostly work with charities, is that right? Yeah. One of my main clients right now, shameless plug, is OMG Tech. Yeah. Yeah. OMG Tech. (laughs) .co.nz <laughs> we um, <laughs> slash donate <laughs> um, we are a tech charity we were started by Vaughan Russell who is the tech genius behind Vend which is one of New Zealand's biggest tech um, successes yeah. and uh, yeah we started off just teaching kids all about how cool tech is yeah from um, coding to robotics to mind control. No, we don't do the mind control yet, it's okay. Um, And then now we realize that we're gonna reach more kids by teaching the teachers. So we have accredited facilitators with the Ministry of Education. And so if you're a school out there right now, give me a call, I can come to your school and take out my robots and my mind control and show you how cool it is. I know. I, I, we do actually have mind control because we are friends with ThoughtWired, which is another cool New Zealand startup. And they are learning, they are looking at brainwaves for creating to help people that are profoundly disabled to be able to control things. So mind control in the super most awesomest way you can think of. Cool. Shameless plugs for all the things. Shameless plugs, but OMG Tech, that's the tech charity? Yes, yeah. What is a tech charity? Like, why do we even need that? Yeah, so just before the last government left, they did a really super cool thing, and they put together what's called the new digital technologies, Hangarao Matihiko curriculum, and that's a new curriculum that um, is 
basically compulsory from year one through to year 10 and optional for year 11, 12 and 13. And it's the New Zealand first. We don't have, we've never had tech so embedded into the curriculum. So that's really cool. Yeah. But there's a whole bunch of super awesome, really cool teachers out there that are freaking out just a tiny little bit. And that's because they are super awesome, but they just don't have the time to learn a whole new thing in the next two years. They have to be teaching it by 2020. And an example of what there would, would they be having to teach how to do coding? That's a great question because um, often that's what freaks people out. They're like, I don't want to learn how to code or um, play with robots or any of those things, even though playing with robots is so cool. That sounds super fun. Yeah, but um, it's not like that. So a lot of the digital technologies curriculum is understanding the fundamentals of digital technologies. So for example, right now I'm I'm at the last week of a six-week online course that we're testing for free, teaching mathematics. And so we're teaching mathematics, but with digital technologies. So I'm teaching what binary maths is, what hexadecimal is, um, what data representation is. And if you don't know what any of those things are, look me up and I can show you. Um, But it's all done offline, no coding involved, with things like fish and colors and blackboards and whiteboards and bits of paper. Um, And that's the really cool thing. So I can teach your six-year-old what an algorithm is using two slices of bread, some peanut butter, and a knife. Sounds like a sandwich. I don't know what it's. It is a sandwich, <laughs> but um, if I say to you, "How do you make a sa- how do you make a sandwich, Raj?" Oh. and then you need to tell me the step by step of how to make a sandwich, and then I say, "You're only allowed to tell me five things," but you can't make a sandwich with five steps because one of those steps is spreading the bread about eight or nine times, and so that's a loop, right? And then there's a conditional statement: if you have jam you have a jam sandwich, then you have a jam sandwich. If you have peanut butter, then you have a peanut butter sandwich. If you're allergic to peanut butter, don't make a peanut butter sandwich. (laughs) And so there's your algorithm with nothing more than two pieces of bread, a spread and a knife. Wow. And that's digital technologies. That's simple. Even I can learn. Yes. Yeah. And then we then take that because that's, of course, what the geeks out there that will know about this will talk about as pseudo-coding. So you're coding without the use of any language. And actually all the way up to about this high, which is, you know, I'm holding my hand up about a meter off the ground, (laughs) Um, you know, nine or ten years old, you can get away with learning a lot of coding without actually typing. Wow, just Mm. principles. Just the principles. Yeah, right. Yeah, thinking behind the code rather than actually coding. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. so, Vivian, you seem to be drawn to working with charities and doing stuff that helps kids. Yeah. Well, talk um, about that. Well, I'm really privileged in that um, my partner can support what I do. <laughs> so, um, I can take a lower pay. But, I mean, that's the thing that infuriates me because you shouldn't have to, to do good in this world. And so often, one of the things I try to do is make the charities earn as much money as they can because some of the things that they do is amazing and wonderful and really much needed yeah so you wanted Mm. to sort of reflect their true value in society exactly yeah um but yeah i don't like to work with anyone that doesn't meet my personal values yeah awesome i'd I'd love to sort of uh uh end the conversation by talking about um 
what's up with the tech world in Wellington and like is it like a little family everyone knows each other uh, yeah you notice you notice that <laughs> it is a bit of bit whānau orientated in some ways just because um, it's a tight knit community in, in pockets so we're trying to burst the bubbles but there are bubbles yeah. they all talk to each other and some of these bubbles are doing the same thing and I don't realise the other bubble's doing it right mm. so then now we're trying to get them here somewhere like here to go oh yeah I do you know Siebel or whatever and I, and I don't know what I'm doing in this particular thing but you're doing it too right? let's have a chat so that's, that's what I like about it they're connecting so there's, there's pockets but I want these, these bubbles to burst and I want everyone to connect that's cool Raj um, yeah. we'll see what we can do I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Willowtech is like a weird and wonderful event I love, the, I love how it's yeah. grown yeah. and I look forward <laughs> to hearing from your, your team in the coming year yeah thanks a lot for being here too yeah thanks podcasting at Wiley Tech I mean what a cool idea I mean yeah thanks for coming along and doing this it was really helpful no problem thanks Laura thanks Raj <laughs>